Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another restful episode of True Scary Stories to help you fall asleep. Today, we're going to be reading True Creepy Encounter Horror Stories. I hope you enjoy them. So without further ado, lay back, relax, and enjoy these true scary stories. For a moment, I thought my life was in danger, but now I just wish that I knew what they were doing. I'm a 25-year-old female, and I was walking in the desert outside my small town. It was decently far into the desert. I drove my car and walked for a long time. I was walking back towards my car when I noticed a car that wasn't there before. At this point, I was already on alert, because A... I'd never ran into anyone out that far, besides a person jogging nearby. And B, they were driving a really small car out in the desert. We're some distance from even dirt roads. I drove my car farther in it than I probably should have, and it was still a ways away. Outside of the car, three men are taking off what looked like bulletproof vests. I can't imagine what else it could have been. I wasn't about to sit there and try to figure it out either. I just turned away and continued heading towards my car. My mind went to the worst robbery cartel murder. I'm sure that my eyes deceived me somehow. But like I said, I can't imagine what else it could have been. Maybe there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for taking your tiny sedan out to the middle of the desert and taking off bulletproof vests but I'm just not sure. Yet another story for me. Wow, catharsis. I guess this is why I love Reddit. For the story, I'm a 31-year-old female and I was 15 when this started. I've alluded to it in comments on this subreddit, so I thought that I'd share the full story, since I can't sleep and am oversharing type of person. It started when I went to a movie at the indie theater in my hometown. We had two when I was growing up, both owned by the same people, but one theater featured major films slash blockbusters. The other did the film festival, well-known kind of everywhere and more indie movies. My French teacher gave an extra credit assignment to see Man on Wire. I think that's what it was called. So I went with a friend to see it, though she wasn't in the class. When we went to the front, there was a very cute older guy that I recognized as a girl in our class. Older brother. I think he was 22 or 23 at the time. He complimented me and offered to comp our tickets and gave me free popcorn and candy and whatnot, ignoring my much prettier friend. It felt nice to be noticed, so I accepted, obviously, and we enjoyed the free movie day. For a little backstory, again, the girl who was his younger sister in my grade used to be a friend of mine, 
and I had met him many times as a kid, but he was enough older that I didn't think that he recognized me at first, and at the age, I looked more like 19 or 20. The next couple of weeks, I saw him everywhere. Grocery store? Check. Outside my school? Check. Walking home from Safeway? Check. Everywhere. But being 15 and him being cute and older, my idiot butt thought that I was flattering. So I went to the theater again and was with a different friend. Same thing. He gave me free tickets, popcorn, etc. This friend already knew that it happened before because it was a major subject that I had a hot, older guy interested in me. We were so young and we thought that it was so great. He came into the theater during the movie to bring me an extra candy and his number on the back of a receipt. I thought it was so cute. He continued to show up everywhere over the next few months. At this point, I was halfway through 16 and I was at the same theater with the same friend that I was with the first time. He once again complimented me, saying that I was beautiful, asking if I had a boyfriend and if I liked to party. I said yes. He invited me to his house for a party that he was having. His address was very close to the house that my friend I was with lived in. So I said yes, knowing if I had a sleepover with her, that we could go and I would get to go to my first real party. I wasn't allowed out late, nor was I allowed to go to parties, if I'd ever been invited to a high school party. So it was perfect. We went late so that we wouldn't seem lame, and as we walked up, we could see through the front lit windows to where he was. It was an hour past and it was just him with several bottles of booze. We looked at each other and decided to walk back to her house. I still saw him a lot after, almost everywhere until I graduated high school and moved up north for college. I didn't go to that theater again until about a year ago. My husband and I parked at a nature area shortly after sunset. It's in the city, but off a gravel road, so there's a bit of driving until you get to a paved lot. We were the only ones there. We parked and took some pictures of the sunset. Not even five minutes later, another car pulls up and parks right next to us in the whole empty lot. Okay, weird, but some people do stuff like that. They don't get out for the two to three minutes we're walking around the front of our car. Then we go onto a trail to see the lake. The lot is visible from the trail, and every time we look back, the car either has its headlights on, off, or flashing like someone locked the doors. We keep an eye out in case they followed us, but it doesn't seem like they ever left the parking lot. At this point, it's completely dark out. We walk back to our car after hanging around the trail for about 15 minutes. As soon as I get in the car, the other car turns on. When my husband gets in, the car drives off. They stop at a stop sign for a long time, even though there weren't any cars coming. Then they drove out of sight. I'm not sure what happened. Clearly they were watching us. But why?
the creepy guy that I dated is a murderer. As a teenager, I waited tables in a local restaurant to pay for the gas for my car. I met Mr. Creep there. In my naive mind, he seemed normal at first, despite the fact that he was 20 and wanting to date a 17-year-old. Leaving my job after dark scared me, so I taught myself to get in my car, shut the door, and lock it in one fluid motion. It made me feel safe. One night I was leaving work and had just gotten into my car when Mr. Creep seemed to just appear out of nowhere, yanking my door handle to try to open it. I looked into his eyes in the split second before he smiled, and what I saw absolutely chilled my bones. I don't know how to describe the evil that I saw. From then on, I was terrified of him, but I didn't let on because I was afraid of what he might do if I told him that I never wanted to see him again. After this, he constantly lied to try to impress me and tried to invent ways of being alone with me, but my instinct was to run so I avoided him. About two weeks after this incident, the restaurant got robbed, and there was significant evidence against Mr. Creep, just not the kind that allowed the cops to charge him. I sent all of my text conversations with Mr. Creep to the police chief in hopes that it would help. Mr. Creep slithered away after that, but I always looked over my shoulder. About five years ago, he messaged me on Facebook out of the blue, he went on about his top-secret military clearance, as well as a huge acreage he owned. It made me nervous, and I felt like he was trying to spring a trap or something. But I tried to put it out of my mind. Then today, I was looking at posts about an unsolved murder when I saw his mugshot. He is now facing murder charges, as well as two other violent felony charges. I'm so glad to know he's locked up but so overwhelmed about how correct my instincts about Mr. Creep were. I feel like I escaped him. Thanks for reading. I live with my partner of 10 years in my house. We live in towards the end of a cul-de-sac and are surrounded by woods, but the road itself is residential enough. Recently, she got up around 3 a.m. because she couldn't sleep and came downstairs to the living room. At some point, she saw someone outside sticking a GoPro up to the window. She freaked out and ran upstairs where we called the police. We thought someone was casing the house or trying to actively break in. The cops came and looked around and went. We have an in-law apartment above the garage, where for the past couple of years I've rented out to my best friend for the past 20 years. He's really weird, a bit off, perhaps on the spectrum, and due to the closeness of mine and his relationship, I know that he's very open-minded about a lot of stuff, generally speaking. He's pretty much addicted to a lot of things, his words. Okay, so I thought that maybe it was him but I tossed it out of my mind because even that was too weird. Well, it turned out to be him. He admitted it a couple of days later, after feeling guilty and seeing how terrified we were thinking that someone was trying to break in. But not after we told the entire world what happened. So now, my relationship with him is ruined. We're kicking him out. 
I feel bad because he was literally one of my two best friends, but I also feel so violated. I trusted him and he spies on me for some unknown perverted purpose. Also, I'm pretty forgiving, and if I were single, I'd let it slide, but I'm not, and my partner is totally not accepting of this deviant behavior. In fact, he's lucky that she didn't go to the police or something. Again, which is only because he is my friend. He expects that we can remain friends. I have to respect my partner, and quite frankly, myself. Plus, now we had to tell everyone we initially told the update because we don't want them thinking that we're still currently in danger of being robbed or whatever. So now everyone knows. I don't want to be associated with someone who is a creep like that, regardless of being his best friend for 20 years. I'm curious as to anyone else's thoughts. What would you do if you found a very good friend creeping around your house, trying to watch you sleep? I don't know. I don't believe he's harmful, but he's had psychotic episodes in the past. He's had hallucinations at one point in life when he was very stressed. A neighbor that I was talking to said another neighbor said that they had someone looking in their windows one night as well. But I haven't been able to confirm this, and he vehemently denies that this was him. Which, I do believe him, but I'm super gullible, and of course he'd deny it. But again, I haven't confirmed this. It's through the grapevine, though they supposedly got a picture I feel bad ending the friendship, but it's not practical to continue, and I just want to move on. Another thing is, I know he's had feelings for me, but on the other hand, he seems to be interested in everyone and anyone, so I never really took those feelings too seriously. Not that I don't believe they're real, he's just so odd as a whole. So at first I thought it was just about me. He definitely wanted to watch me, not my partner, and I do believe that that is true. But then, when a neighbor might have seen someone at their window too, that's a whole new level. I don't know what I'm going for here, so I'll end this now. But this is weird and unacceptable behavior, right? I shouldn't feel guilty if I do want to end the friendship. Would anyone still be friends if this happened to them? Am I a weirdo for even thinking that I could still be friends with him? Assuming that my partner didn't exist and I didn't tell my entire family about what happened and who it was. A guy from the shop followed me. I recalled this weird encounter in my memory while I was reading other stories from this community. Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but I'll leave it here anyway. Once in the afternoon, I went to go get some groceries from a local shop. When I finally got there and started browsing different aisles, a random guy just stopped me and started having small talk with me. Then he asked for my number, but I politely declined because I had a partner. He didn't say anything and we parted our ways. After I got everything I needed, I left the shop and started walking back home, which takes me about 10 minutes. When I was just one minute away from my place, I heard a familiar voice saying, Hey, can you stop? Loudly behind my back. I looked back and I saw the same guy from the shop earlier. Maybe I read too many crime stories and he just happened to walk the same way as me but it creeped me out a bit, so I just ran home like Sonic the Hedgehog after that. 
Then, luckily, I never saw him again. This happened about a year ago. I was riding the bus to a spa for a nice relaxing massage when a very big dude got on the bus. He started to walk to a seat before stopping directly beside me and staring at me for way too long to be normal. I tried to ignore him because my fight or flight, or flight or fawn in my case, was kicking in, but he was blocking me from exiting my seat. Then he started saying through very mumbled speech how pretty I am and how beautiful my hair is before reaching out and touching my hair. Here's where I noticed two things about him. One, that he is 100% high on meth, and the other is that he was missing an eye. At this point, I very loudly started saying things like, you need to move away from me, hoping someone would notice and help. But no one did. He stood over me for 10 minutes before blocking me from getting up slash off the bus and no one said a thing. Eventually lost interest or something, I don't know. But here's the kicker. I found out later that day that this guy was released from a correctional facility only two days prior. He has things on his record, like throwing a propane tank through a police car while high on meth. Anyway, that spa trip was very much needed after that experience. Okay, this was a few years ago now. I was 15 at the time. It was homecoming dance, and I had this really big crush on this guy from my friend group. We were all going as a group, but I was really excited to possibly dance with this crush. My dad didn't really want me to go, and told me that he wouldn't be picking me up after the dance if I went because it was too late. It'd be about 11pm by the time it finished. But I was just so excited to dance with my crush. I was like, whatever, I'll find my own way back. I was planning on taking the city bus. The dance was amazing. I had my first kiss. It was magic for my little 15-year-old self. After the dance, I'm walking to the mall slash Walmart, because that's where the bus stop is. I'm on cloud nine when I realize the buses are not running anymore. At this point, I had no phone. And I'm kind of just standing awkwardly outside of Walmart, thinking of what to do next. I didn't want to call my dad because I figured he'd be really mad at me. But to walk home would take me almost two hours. And I was only wearing a little formal dress. And it's 1130 at night at this point. As I'm pondering all this, a man pulls up in a car and says, Hey, are you okay? I figured I looked stressed because I was feeling pretty stressed myself. I forget what I had responded with, but he said, well, I can give you a ride if you want. He sounded friendly enough, so I was like, well, maybe I'll just take this drive. As I'm walking to the car, alarms start going off in my head, and everything in me is telling me to stop and to not get in that car. I start backing away and say, actually, I'm good. It's okay. 
He insists it's okay and he'll drive me. I say, no, it's okay. He drives away, but I see him circle back and come back up to me. Are you sure you don't want to ride? I say, no, it's okay. I'm now starting to shake and feel really afraid. I walk as fast as I can to the nearest payphone, which is in the parking lot of a McDonald's, and I call my dad. I'm crying and apologizing and just begging him to come get me. My dad says they don't come get me, so I hang up. As I hang up, I notice that car has followed me to this parking lot, so I call one of my friends and ask him to just stay on the phone with me until my dad shows up. Luckily, my dad showed up and everything was fine, but I do wonder what would have happened if I had gotten in that car. Back when I was an 18-year-old female working in a fancy hotel, the maintenance man, a 25-year-old male, was handsome, hardworking, and funny. Over time, we created a friendship, and I found myself comfortable around his presence after a few months. He asked me to go out on a date. We ended up going for dinner, and then for some drinks. I asked him what his last name was, and he replied that it was White. I thought nothing of this, and we moved on. The next day at work, I noticed that his name tag actually revealed his last name was Morrison. I never questioned this to him, but immediately found this to be very strange. When I got home, I told my mom, who immediately said that it was a red flag. A few hours later, she comes up to my room in a panic, saying that the very man that I went on a date with had beaten someone to death when he was 17. He bullied and chased the younger victim to a dead end where he acted out a prolonged and vicious attack that was so severe that the victim had to have a closed coffin. My mom is an avid investigator when it comes to these things. We never went out again, but I did have to see him at work, which made it very awkward. A few years ago, a friend of mine from school also stabbed a man to death, and another friend punched someone in the face, and they died as a result of the injury. This happened to me a few years ago, probably back in 2017 when I was 14. I still think about this encounter almost every day. My dad lives near a small lake in Wisconsin. There are only about 100 people who live in this neighborhood. My brother and I spent every other weekend up there, so we knew pretty much everyone. My dad's house was the second house to the top of this large hill. At the very top is a gas station and the diner where I would work over the summer. At the bottom of the hill was the lake and a small beach. That morning, I was waitressing at the diner, and at the end of my shift, I bought a slushie from the gas station and was planning on going down to the beach for the afternoon. Parked outside the diner was a gorgeous teal vintage car. I'm not sure what brand. I'm not good with that kind of stuff. But it seemed to be from the 60s, and it caught my eye. There was an older man in the driver's seat, and his wife in the passenger seat. They had their windows up, and I wasn't too close, so I didn't get a great look at them, but I did notice that they were looking at me. I didn't think anything of it and started walking home. 
On my walk home, I remember wondering where they could be from. We don't get that many tourists, and I would have remembered if someone drove a car like that. The diner was off to a pretty quiet highway, and it was rarely used by out-of-towners, but I assumed that they were just driving through. My younger brother and I went to the beach that afternoon and hung out for a few hours. When we decided to head home, I packed up my stuff probably a minute before he did and started walking home before him. On the walk up the hill, there was probably half a city block's distance between us. He could clearly see me, but we were too far to talk. I heard a car coming towards me and looked back and moved to the side of the street. It's the car that I saw earlier at the diner. They slow down as they approach me, and I start to get nervous. The woman in the passenger seat rolls down her window, and I nearly crap my pants. They both seem to be wearing hyper-realistic latex face masks. There seemed to be no beginning and no end to the mask. There weren't noticeable holes for eyes, yet their eyes definitely seemed real, and there was no seam at the edge of the neck. If they were wearing masks, they were some of the best masks that I've ever seen and must have cost a fortune, but it definitely wasn't their skin. There's no way. Something about them was so off. The woman asked me for directions to a highway that I've never heard of. I didn't drive yet, so this in itself wasn't weird, but I pointed them to the highway by the diner that leads out of town. They thanked me, rolled up the window and drove away. I ran to my brother and told him what happened, and he said they looked pretty normal when they drove past him. But they looked normal to me that morning as well. The masks were too good. You had to be close enough to notice how strange they looked. There was just something so unsettling about them. They didn't really do anything odd except asking a girl who's clearly too young to drive for directions. But it was a very small community. I might have been the first person that they had seen in hours. It was just the way they looked. I'd never seen anything like it, and I haven't seen anything like it since then. I mentioned it to my dad when I got home, but he didn't have much to say about it. I still feel deeply unnerved when I think about it more than six years later. I don't believe in much of the paranormal stuff, and I do think that they were human. But why the masks? What were they doing there? And why ask a child who is obviously too young to drive for directions to a highway? Has anyone ever experienced something like this before? From the fall of 1973 through the spring of 1977... I attended the School of the Museum of Fine Arts here in Boston, Massachusetts. Although I took classes from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day, I'd often stay after school until 10 or 11 o'clock at night to do extra work. One evening at around 6.30 p.m., I went into a small room on the upper floor to do my transcendental meditation session. I was sitting there with my eyes closed meditating when a guy that I'd never seen before crept up behind me put his hand over my mouth and said in a nasty threatening tone of voice don't say a word do you understand I instinctively screamed at the top of my voice what the heck are you doing the guy fled immediately who 
That was a close call. Moreover, it was still light out when it happened. Had I just kept quiet as a mouse, it would have been a really, really bad trip for me. If one gets the drift. Especially since the school is located in a really rough area. I work on shifts, so one week I'll be doing early shift, 6am to 2.30pm, and the other is late shift, 2.30pm to 11pm. The area I live in is known for being pretty rough, and it's common to have workers lurking around, and I often have been propositioned many times. Also see loads of meth heads about too, especially at night. But one time was strange. I finished work at 11 p.m. and took the 15-minute drive home. When I arrived, I parked my car on the street as normal, having to parallel park between two cars. Once I was parked up, and just before I switched the car off, I noticed a lady run across the road to the entrance of the building where my apartment is. She then just stood there, staring directly at me in the car, without moving or looking away. She was like this for about two minutes. Since I still have my car on, I decided to leave the parking space and proceeded to park on the opposite side of the building where there's a second entrance. As I drove past her standing at the entrance, she was watching me and didn't even take her eyes off me until I was out of sight. I got in the other entrance safely, and I'm not sure where she went after this. My thoughts are this. How did she know that I was heading for that entrance? Why did she wait for me there? Was she trying to get the code to unlock the door so that she can get in in the future? Did she have an accomplice hiding around the corner? Did she just want some business? This hasn't happened since, but I think about it regularly and wonder what would have happened if I had gotten out of the car and used that entrance as normal. So I recently moved to an apartment, and there is a grocery store just opposite to the apartment where I shop often. One day I was waiting to cross the road to go to the grocery store, when this guy on a bike kept staring at me. He then turned his bike and parked it near the store, and kept looking in my direction. I didn't really think much of it, and crossed the road, and then my eyes locked with his, and he gave a very creepy smile. I don't really know how to describe the smile but it was pure evil, like a predator looking at prey, and it certainly did send a chill down my spine. His face and that smile was something that stayed with me for a few days, despite the fact that this was obviously not the first time that a guy looked at me in a creepy way. After a few days, I went back to the grocery store, and after shopping, I was trying to cross the road, when all of a sudden the same guy popped up out of nowhere, and he followed me up to the entrance of my apartment and kept looking at me until I entered the elevator. So now, this guy knows where I live, and he probably lives nearby, and has his eyes on me. This makes me feel very uncomfortable. I'm also worried that he's noting when I leave my home. I have a pretty set routine where I go for my dance classes on Saturday and Sunday, on a set time, 
and I'm kind of worried that he's noting this. At this point, he, one, knows where I live, two, has followed me twice, and three, he is very creepy and looks like he has bad intentions and has actual intention to do harm. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I have a very bad feeling about this guy, but he hasn't really done anything to file a police complaint or anything. I don't really know what to do. A few years back, I, a 23-year-old female, was driving home after taking my dad to the airport for a late flight. It was already dark when I left the airport and still had a three-hour drive home. A few hours into the drive, I get recalculated to some windy back road highway. There were no cars or streetlights, and so it was a pretty dark and creepy road. As I turned a curve... I noticed a black car come out of nowhere and start to ride my bumper. Then the blue lights. The road was so dark, I had to drive for a minute to find a spot with at least a few small lights where I could pull over. The officer came up to my window and asked me if I knew that my tags were expired. I thought it was kind of odd because I was driving my mom's car and she's usually pretty on top of things like that. But it was more the way that he talked that made me uneasy. He was speaking pretty fast, like he was in a hurry or something. As he's standing at my window, before he even gets my license and registration, his radio beeps, and he tells me that he has to go on another call. He practically runs back to the car and speeds off. I head back home, half weirded out, half thanking God that I didn't get a ticket. I kind of brush it off until I go outside to my car the next day and find that my tags were not due to expire for two more months. It could have been a simple mistake, but I couldn't help recalling how weird the whole incident was. He could have misread the number, but looking back, I wonder what could have happened if he was someone with bad intentions. From then on, I only pull over when in well-populated areas, and if a safe option is unavailable, I call 911 to make them aware. Am I doing something wrong by being nice to the cashier at the grocery store? So, I moved to a new place. I'm Indian, and I frequently go to Indian grocery stores. I've been to this store a couple of times since I moved. I'm short and did something silly during checkout. I was helplessly trying to reach for the divider to separate the groceries in the checkout line. I look around, hoping nobody noticed, and this cashier guy is smiling at the whole situation. I smile back and try to get done with checkout ASAP. From that day onwards, I find this guy trying to grab my attention. He looks at least a decade older than me, quite tall. I find him staring at me quite a lot, walking through the aisles where I'm shopping, just taking glances. This happened twice or thrice, and then he starts walking up to me casually asking questions like, how are you? He doesn't seem to come to me when I'm with my friend but only when I'm alone, I find him lingering around. 
One day, he just gave me a free snack. I said no, but he handed it over to me and left. The next day, he asks if I have a job and if I'm married. He kind of gets excited when I tell him that I'm a developer and single. He doesn't speak English. He proceeds to say something in Hindi, which I'm not super good at. I'm trying to ask him what he said, and he says something but I don't understand. Also, there have been instances where he would step out of the store and watch me while I'm sitting in the car until I leave. He just smirks and keeps looking at me. I'm a shy introvert. I'm bad at avoiding situations. I always talk nice regardless of who it is. What should I do now? Does this mean that he's interested in me? How do I politely handle this? He kind of knows who I usually shop with, and I don't want to make it an awkward situation for my friends. Am I overreacting? To clarify, I'm not interested in this person. I always smile and talk. Maybe that's sending him wrong signals. But this is giving me a weird not so good feeling. I could stop going to that store, but that doesn't seem right. The fact that I have to avoid a public space because of a man makes me feel pathetic, but I understand in terms of safety. Maybe I can always go with someone there if I have to. Not sure if that's the right thing. Like, it is the only Indian grocery store around. This situation is just an inconvenience at this point. I hope that anyone who has been through something like this is and are in a better situation with peace. Definitely makes it awkward to get unwanted attention from random people. Thank you for the ones who commented on the previous post. I'll avoid going to that store for a long time as much as possible. If I do have to go, I'm going to have my friend with me always. Being at the store by myself is giving him the opportunity to make advances or create situations where I cannot get away from him easily. Update. Thank you all so much for the replies. It makes me feel less anxious. I'm never going back to that store. I had to go today to get a few things for my friend. She had a surgery. She didn't want to come along. She's fine to go out. But I dragged her with me. She hadn't noticed that man all these months. I've been going to the store alone for the past couple of weeks. So he was just openly flirty today. He would avoid approaching me if I'm with someone. That wasn't the case today. He was outside the store when we reached there. He smiled at us and went inside, then stood at the entrance to get a close-up. He leaned towards me and said hi, just the gesture of waving. Obviously, a lot of people noticed, including my friend. He kept smiling, looking at me all the time. The store manager was there. He didn't seem to bother. After we reached back home, I told my friend that I'm never going back there again. I asked her if I was overreacting and she said no. She's the one who told me to ignore him while shopping and wear headphones. Today was subtle because I was with her. He didn't talk much, otherwise he'd be standing in front of me asking me personal questions. My friend said that she won't take me there for the longest and decided to go there only if we're in a group of three or more with guys from our friend circle. This seems small in comparison to all the stories that I've read on here. I'm a 19-year-old female. My whole life, I've lived on a small, isolated road about 15 minutes away from the city. 
my parents built the house my siblings and I have lived in our whole lives. I have three siblings, all of us being females. We have neighbors, but also aren't too close together, like an urban community. One of our next-door neighbors, let's call him Frank, has lived on his property about as long as my parents have. Growing up, I always have always gotten a weird gut feeling from this man, and my mom has always told me to listen to it. I've never been alone with him and never plan on it. He lives alone, had a girlfriend when I was around 10 years old, and had a dog who sadly passed away a few years back. My older sister and I would go over to his house and spy on him through a small hole in his barn when we were younger. Tons of adult content hung up all over his barn. Growing up, he has always shown up to our house whenever we have a bonfire or any event where he can hear people having fun. Always unwelcome, and it's obvious that no one wants him there, but he still never leaves. His excuse for this behavior is being drunk. Around June, I had a graduation party at my house for graduating high school. It was absolutely perfect, and I was surrounded by all of my loved ones. While things were wrapping up and people started heading home, Frank continued to stay. Quite usual for how he is, but nonetheless frustrating. We began to have fun, and it got to a point where the only adults there were at my house and Frank. My mom had went inside to go to bed, and my dad was beginning to get tired and kept hinting to Frank that he should probably head home soon. Frank said, all right, man. He then proceeded to pull out a chair and sat and watch us all play cup pong while staring at us minors. My older sister went up to my dad and expressed how uncomfortable it had made her that he was staring at a bunch of minors. My dad is not a confrontational man, but has always made sure that we felt safe and comfortable and will be confrontational when the time comes. My dad then told Frank that he needed to leave immediately. Frank refused and said, I'll stay here and watch over the kids while you go to bed. That right there set us all off. One of my friends then starts yelling at Frank, telling him that he needs to leave and it's not okay for him to be there. And after we have asked him multiple times to go, he eventually leaves. But ever since then, he has been making extremely gross and inappropriate comments to my dad about how attractive my younger 17-year-old sister is. My dad has confronted him multiple times and he will not change this behavior and still will come over after being told to stay on his property. Whenever I leave my house to go anywhere, especially at night, Frank watches me through his window. It just freaks me out. He gives us all such a weird, creepy gut feeling, and nothing we do to confront him seems to work out. He's done a lot of weird things like this all throughout my childhood, but it's been at an all-time high recently. Any ideas on how to stop this? When I, a 20-year-old female, was younger, maybe around 13 to 14 years old, I was walking to town with my mother. I live in a smallish town in England. It was a quick walk, roughly 15 minutes. But about five minutes after leaving my house, I had one of the most unsettling encounters ever. Whilst walking, there was a man approaching us. Nothing weird at this point. I thought he'd walk past us like everyone else, 
However, this random man leaned in towards me as he was walking past and whispered something to me. I remember it being creepy and along the lines of him knowing where I lived. It was subtle and happened quickly. I was shocked, especially since my mother was right next to me. Bold move from a creepy guy. I recall the man being possibly in his late 20s, kind of scruffy looking, a little chubby, with longish brown hair and a beard, but I knew that I'd never seen him before this point. I waited a few seconds for us to distance ourselves from the stranger, then turned to my mom completely freaked out and quietly asked if she heard what the guy had said. She said she didn't. I thought maybe I'd misinterpreted the situation, or maybe I misheard him. We kind of brushed it off and continued with our day. I felt uneasy but tried not to think about it. The rest of the day was fairly normal. Until the morning after when my dad was talking to our neighbor. Neighbor told my dad that during the early hours of the morning, there was a man lurking right outside our houses for some time, hovering around my dad's and neighbor's cars. Now this is really weird because we live in a kind of closed off area. The only people we see outside our homes are neighbors, but even they wouldn't come up right to our doors, especially not at like 2 to 3 a.m. Even delivery drivers can't find our house most of the time because we're hidden away. This has never happened before and never happened again after this, at least to our knowledge. Of course, you can imagine how absolutely terrified I was to hear this. I explained to my dad what had happened the day before and reminded my mom kind of an I told you so moment. I felt so scared to be in my own home. I remember calling my friend and talking about the situation. We researched about what we could do, but there really wasn't any action that we could take. Just had to be observant and cautious, I guess. I can't remember much about what happened after that, but I never saw the man again. The whole situation creeps me out, and it doesn't make sense. The man outside my house wasn't confirmed to be the same man that walked past me earlier, as it was too dark to make out any discernible features. But it sure is an amazing coincidence if so. Never knew where to talk about this experience, but I figured it belongs here. I'd love to hear your opinions and theories. This happened in July, I believe. It was around 1 a.m., and it was still about 80 degrees Fahrenheit outside. And where I live, AC isn't very common. So I, a 22-year-old female, was sitting in the living room with all of the windows and doors open. I head out to smoke, and since everything was open and I didn't want the house to smell like smoke, I walked down the driveway and sat on the curb. There was a man standing on the same side of the street, but a block down, just staring at me and I got really uncomfortable, so I got up and crossed the road. The way my triplex is set up is a three-car driveway, then a few stairs up that lead into the yard, and then the door to my right. My neighbor's straight ahead, and some more stairs to my other neighbor's upstairs. I live somewhere with a lot of homeless people, and they'll come up the driveway to look in our trash cans or whatever, and that's fine. They never go up past the steps. So I'm standing on the other side of the road, and I watch the man stand and stare at me, and then he proceeds to walk all the way into my yard, and I start to panic because I didn't lock the doors, and all the windows were open. 
So I start to walk down the street and I see a man who looks normal and I stop him and ask if he could just pretend to know me. In retrospect, this wasn't my brightest decision, but whatever. So me and this man are standing there just talking and I'm explaining the situation and we're both smoking a cigarette and we're looking at my house. I'm a few houses down now. And the man keeps peeking around the line of the trees next to my place. He peeks around the corner a few more times and eventually walks up to me. I'm very scared at this point and I'm shaking. And he asks me for a cigarette and I go to hand him one. And he goes, Why are you shaking? Are you scared? And I was just like, Uh, no. Have a great night. He walks away. And the other dude stands there for a bit longer with me. And the scary man starts peeking around another corner just staring at me again. The dude walks me to my house, and I just shut all the windows and doors, and I just dealt with the heat. I'm grateful for the random dude, and I don't know what I would have done if he wasn't there. this happened today. Two hours ago, I got a ride from home from my university. I sat in the car, and the driver rested his elbow on the front passenger seat and kept moving it back. I felt extremely uneasy and felt that he was getting ready to touch me. Right after 10 seconds, we stopped at a traffic signal that I told him I needed to get off. I'd forgotten something in my uni, and he was like, no, ask someone else to get it for you. And I was like, no, I can't. I need to go get it myself from my professor. Then a beggar came, and he aggressively told her to leave. And then another came, and he, instead of asking me to shut the window, aggressively started shutting it himself, touching my knee. I said to just drop me there, and I can walk back to my university. And he was like, no, I'll take a U-turn ahead and bring you back. And I spent the longest three minutes of my life in that car but his hand was in his lap during the time. The sad part is, I called my mom and let her know that I'll be late, and once I got home, she started blaming my clothes, and once I asked how my dress is not appropriate, she blamed my long legs. My sister blamed my institute for being too liberal, and then such men roaming around to pick up liberal girls. I'm a 17-year-old female, and I was out doing some Christmas shopping after school, so it was dark by the time I decided to stop by one of my favorite sushi places, which is near a grocery store and other shops, all close to my home. The sushi place is right next to a boba shop, and I peek in to try to see if a friend of mine was working so I could say hi, but I didn't see them, so I turn around and I see this guy standing there trying to get my attention. Miss, excuse me. I just stare at him for a second, unsure if I should really be talking to this stranger, before he asks if I have any spare cash for him to buy a drink. I tell him, I don't have cash on me, sorry, and he says it's okay and I walk into the sushi place. While I wait for my food, I wonder if I should have just offered to buy him a drink, because I'm the type of person who loves to help people, and I feel bad just ignoring those in need. 
I get my food and I'm literally about to exit the store when the guy from earlier walks in. He stops by the door, asking the cashier if he knows how he could get some help because he thinks his car got stolen and that he was from, insert name of neighboring city. I pause, because again, I felt bad for not helping him earlier and I was curious. I buy him a drink this time, even offered to buy food. I showed him the menu and he glanced at it and then asked for fried rice, which wasn't on the menu, but I was like okay and just bought him the drink. He tells me thanks and asks if I know anything about his car, then randomly asks me if I know where Coldstone is. At this point, I'm thinking, if I were either homeless or got my car stolen, Coldstone is the last place I'd want to be. But I explain to him that it's not within walking distance. He's like all, and asks me if I would be able to show him the way and maybe give him a ride there. He pulls out cash from his hoodie pocket saying, I could pay you back. $10 for the ride and the drink. Now I'm thinking, you had money and you let me buy you a drink? And why the heck would I give you a ride? I need to leave. So I say no, the drink was my treat. Hope you get your situation figured out. I leave the sushi place. He exits too and starts walking behind slash beside me. I get scared and decide to not walk back to my car. Instead, I speed walk into a Rite Aid. I turn into an aisle and see that he's still following me. Miss? Lady, excuse me. I finally turn around and ask if he needs anything else. You were going to give me a ride? No, I can't. Oh, okay. Sorry. He walks away. I pace around the back corner of the store for a while, terrified if he's still in the store or waiting for me outside. Also, my phone had died, so I left it in the car. In the store, I see a dad with his daughter, look like a middle schooler, and I go up to them. I finally start crying, and I say that there was a man talking to me, and if they could please walk with me back to my car. The dad asks where I parked, agrees, and a few minutes later we leave Rite Aid. I'm still in tears, poorly explaining the situation. I point out my car as we approach. The dad says, okay, we'll wait here until you leave. Make sure to check your back seat. I do, and I even check my trunk because I'm so paranoid. I thank them over and over before driving off, and I just sobbed the whole way home because I don't know what exactly was going on with that man or why he wanted to go to my car. I get more scared thinking of the fact that I'm a 5 foot o girl who probably couldn't defend herself well if it came down to it. Maybe it was a misunderstanding, but what business did a grown man have asking a teenage girl for a ride? I was genuinely terrified. Yes, I shouldn't have been out so late. I should have had my phone on me. I should have just ignored that guy. Sorry for being a girl who just wanted sushi at night and to help someone who looked like they needed it. It's hard to trust people clearly. Happy to be safe at home now. Although I will definitely feel uncomfortable shopping there or eating sushi again. Which is very unfortunate because I frequently do both. Thank you so much for listening to all of the stories in this video. I hope you enjoyed them. I also hope that you enjoy the extra rain at the end. Have a good night, everyone.
and I'll read to you in the next video. Bye-bye now.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.